as we look at Psalm number one, Psalm 31, that is Psalm number 31, and it should be the entire Psalm, but we shall, in the interest of time, read verses 14 to 17. That is Psalm 31, and I trust that you are well acquainted with Psalm 31, and we'll read verse 1, and then 14 to 17. Shall we all stand as we honor God by the reading of his word, and he reads thus. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Verse 14. But I trusted in thee, O Lord, I said. Thou art my God. My times are in thine hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant. Save me for thy mercy's sake. Let not, or let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed and let them be silent in the grave. I'd like you to focus your attention on verse 15 where it says, My times are in thy hand. I'd like to change that, which says, our times are in God's hands. Father in heaven, we thank you for this wonderful day, for the beginning of a brand new year. Lord, we realize that you are the God of times and seasons. You created them and us. We honor and respect these times and seasons. Lord, as we go through another year, we ask your blessings upon us. Please deliver us from evil and from those who will seek to do us harm and hurt. Father in heaven, defeat the forces of evil. And if there be one here who has never been born again, may this be the day when he or she will come to know you and be a part of your family and enjoy that new life, that new beginning. Add to this message that which is necessary to make it complete, dear Lord. And take away from my thoughts those things which are not necessary for this message. These mercies we ask through Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Our times are in God's hand. In the beginning, God ordained time and created it as a very vital part of the world's system. Time affects everything and everyone. With time, our bodies and health and mind begins to weaken. With time, things become old and obsolete. On the other hand, however, we are fortunate to be living in a world that is marked by times and season. It would be very confusing if there were no years, months, weeks, days, hours, and minutes whereby we can measure time. Time, or oh sorry, there would be no past tense, no present tense, and no future tense. 
There would be no date of birth. There would be no date of marriage. Time is the framework that gives us a structure and point of reference. It does not matter how you feel about it. Time has value. And we must learn to appreciate and value it. Time is like an ever-rolling stream. It does not wait on anyone. Some people just sit idly day after day and waste their lives and time away. There are times and seasons which God has created for his purpose and for our benefit. It is in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. As we go through the seasons of time, we learn more about God and we can better appreciate his eternal plan. God has ordained you and me to live in this present time. Those in the past, they were ordained to live in the past. And if he does not come back soon, he will ordain and have those to live in the future, future generations. God has a purpose for you whether or not you believe it. You need to find that purpose. Listen to what the Apostle Paul had to say in Acts chapter 17 Verses 24 to 28, if you can turn to it very quickly, but I read, it says, verse 24, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worship with men's hands. As though he need anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things to enjoy, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed. And the boundaries of the habitation. Verse 27. That they should seek the Lord. If haply they might feel after him. And find him. Though he be not far from every one of us. Verse 28. For in him we live and move. And have our being. Brethren, brothers and sisters, 
Did you get it? If you didn't, let me paraphrase for you, if you may. It is God who gives life and breath and everything that you have. He determined the times before appointed that we should seek after him. Because in him we move and live and have our existence. And that simple statement some people seem not to understand. Some people proclaim and say that they're self-made. Nobody give me this. Everything I have, I work for it. I don't want any help from anybody. You may not want any help from anybody, but you need help from God. You need to understand that you are special in the eyes of God. And he has a purpose for your life. And you need to find that purpose early in the new year. If you have not done so as yet. He wants to use you. But first, you must yield yourself to him. There is a time and a place for everything. But timing, timing is of the essence. Whenever we think about divine timing, we think of people like Joseph and Esther. They immediately come to mind. Everything in their lives fell in place at the right time and at the right time. And it was according to God's perfect will. Everything in their lives did not go well. Time will not permit me to go through the story of Joseph, one of my favorite Bible characters from I was a child. We had what we call ladybird booklets. And that's one of my favorite ladybird books that I had. And I read that book so many times, The Life of Joseph. And up until this day, as I read it each year, just go through my Bible. I trust that you're going through your Bible uh, and you've started already. If you've not done so, you have ample time to get started today and read at least two, three, three chapters or sometimes when they're short, four chapters per day. And it's just a wonderful thing reading through the Bible every year. You learn new things every year. And so well, Joseph is one of my favorite characters, really. I just love that story. It's very intriguing. Very intriguing. Parents, come on. I'm sure that books are still available on Joseph. At a very early age, give your children a book on the life of Joseph. Understand that things will not always be rosy. Things will be difficult. Your very own family members are going to turn on you. The very people that you watch out for, they're going to turn on you and eat up your flesh. And try to destroy you. But they, like us, understood that according to Romans 8 and verse 28, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, those who are called according to his purpose. 
And if you are called according to God's purpose, things will not always go the way you hope and wanted. Because people are going to put stumbling block in your way to stop you from fulfilling God's purpose. If the devil doesn't do it, he will ordain people to put stumbling block in your lives. It's a disease in the world and it is very profound in Nevis that people don't like to see their own people prosper. Something that Nevisions need to cut out and stop it and keep it our subject. What times are in his hand? I want you to be reminded that this is a psalm of David and it is primarily associated with the times when his own son Absalom tried to take him down. And David realized that he was in trouble. And so he wrote this psalm. Many of the psalms that he wrote was when he was in trouble. When he was in trouble with King Saul. Try all he could to help King Saul. King Saul tried to destroy him. His own son Absalom tried to destroy him. And so he wrote Psalm 31. Verse 9 to 14. Verses 9 to 14 reads. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. For I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with grief. Yea, my soul and my belly. Verse 10. For my life is spent with grief and my ears is sign. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity and my bones are consumed. Verse 11. I was a reproach among all my enemies, the king and his own children. But Especially among my neighbors. And who? And a fear to my acquaintances, my own children. And they that see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as dead, or sorry, as a dead man out of mine. I am like a broken vessel. For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side. I had to keep looking over my shoulders while they took counsel together against me. And they devised to take away my life. But I trusted in thee, O Lord, I said Thou art my God. And then he goes on in verse 15 and he says, My life and my times are in your hand. Like David, we are in trouble with the larger nations of the world. The larger nations of the world are doing everything possible to ruin the lives of 
poor countries and small countries, even big countries, because Africa is a large place. And they're trying everywhere to destroy and they try to make you believe that, hey, we, we are trying to keep you, we are trying to help you, you know. But they're trying to help you to keep you poor. Same time, they want to make you believe or that we want to help you. Or they think like IMF and thing and come giving you a loan. You think they want to help you? They give you a loan because they want to control you. And they tell you that you can't give your people a raise. You can't hire anybody else. But when you don't owe them, they tell them, listen, I'm not accountable. You don't tell me how many people to hire. You don't tell me how often to give raises. You think that the IMF lend money because they want to help you? They don't. Like I told you last night, you're over in Africa trying to squeeze African, the African nations are telling them, listen, we are not interested in your programs. We are interested in providing food for our poor people. Stay in your country with your same-sex marriages. We are not ready for that. We are looking at our people to see how we can help them. Boy, I want to say, amen, hallelujah, Mr. Prime Minister, whoever your name is and whatever you are, I don't know them too very well. But they're not afraid to stand up and say, listen, your same-sex program and your same-sex marriage isn't thing and your LGBTQ XYZ is not what we need at this time. We need to feed our people. How these programs are going to feed our people. That is what the nation, poor nations of the world need to tell them. Very briefly, in keeping with our subject, our times are in your hands, O oh God. Therefore, since our times are in his hand, we need to put our trust in the Lord at all times. And don't look to the larger nations. Don't look to the rich people. Rich people don't like to give money. <laughs> they take money. Look to God at all times. By putting our lives in his hand, we therefore must commit ourselves to the almighty God. We must put our lives and our trust in almighty God, only God can deliver us. When David said, into thy hand I commit my spirit, he was not talking about in death. He meant in life. And my life, I put my life in your hand that you direct me. The only time that some people's spirits are committed to the Lord is at their funeral. And at that time, it is too late. You know, when the priest say, we commit your, this spirit into the Lord's hand or whatever. But I think that spirit should have been in the Lord's hand a long time ago. Look back, look at verse 5. Look at verse 5, very quickly. Uh, chapter uh, 31 and verse 5, and hear what it says. Into thy hand I commit my spirit. Amen. Amen. And we commit their spirit to the Lord, and we put their bodies in the earth. Dust to dust, ashes to ashes. Yeah, good. But, brethren, we need to put our lives and our spirit in God's hand. Commit our lives and our ways into the hands of God while we are young. Amen? Yeah. 
Some people think, I'm young. I don't need you, Lord, when I get old. Wrong. You need the Lord now more than ever before. Young people need the Lord now more than ever before. There are so many pressures out there. Pressures that we never knew as children. And I sympathize. The children now, they don't have the freedom to live their lives freely. Always have to be watched by somebody because somebody is there waiting to destroy them. More so in larger countries than in these parts. But it happened in these parts also. So number two, not only that we need to heal our lives or give our lives to him, put our lives in his hand, but number two, we therefore will need to trust in the Lord and be not afraid. Be not afraid of the storms of life. The storms of life are real. But we are told in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, trust in the Lord with how much of your heart? All of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Brethren, we cannot lean onto our own understanding. We cannot lean on the understanding of man. We do not understand what is going on in the dark places. And I want you to understand that we need to trust God because just like how the last pandemic started, you see how it's coming again? And it's coming again? And there is no guarantee and nobody can guarantee you that there is not going to be another pandemic this year. Only God knows. But we have to pray that God protect us and keep us. Because some darkness, sorry, some things are going on in darkness that you and I probably don't understand. Number three, very quickly. We commit our lives and our times in the hands of God. Therefore, we do not worry about what is happening around us. We watch and we see what is happening, but we don't worry about it. I am not worrying about another pandemic. I am not worrying. Some people are worrying and they're asking that people don't make any prediction. You know why they don't want anybody to make any prediction? Because they know what they're doing behind the scenes. Or because if you make any prediction that a pandemic is coming, people might get scared or whatever. Don't let the news of another pandemic scare you, brethren. God brought us through one, right? And he's able to bring us through another one. If, if it comes, I am not predicting. Do not get me wrong. I am not predicting. But I think something is going on. When China is saying it's only one person is dying per day, and they say it's 9,000 people dying per day, they are lying. Why are they hiding it? And saying that it's just approximately one person dying per day. When it is said that it's something like 9,000 people dying per day. In that country. You think they mean anything? They up to anything good? God is watching over us. Amen. And remember last time they said. God is watching over us. Not from our distance. But he's watching us from our instance. First Peter 3. 12 to 13. I would not take the time to read. But I want to take the time to read. Verse 19 of Psalm 31. That we are dealing with. Look at verse 19. Look at verse 19. Oh, how great is thy goodness. Amen. Amen. Don't we sing of the goodness of God? Amen. Which thou hast laid up for them that trust him and fear him. Amen. 
Amen. Which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Hallelujah. Number four. Our times are in his hand. Therefore, do not fear what man may be doing unto you. Many, many passages here we can read, but I will not take the time to read all these passages in the interest of time. So I'll just give them to you and you could look at them later. Isaiah 54, 17. Isaiah 44 and verse 8. Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2. And Psalm 56, 10 and 11. I think I would like to read that one. Psalm 56, Verses 10 and 11. Jesus. In God will I praise his word. In God I will praise his word. In the Lord. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Amen. Amen. Some people get so afraid of what man may do unto them. They stay in their houses and they don't want to go to work. They don't want to go anywhere because somebody might work or be on them. Don't get me wrong, you know, OBA is real. But you don't be afraid of those who think that they could deal with OBA and OBA going to come back and haunt them. Number five. We need to put our hands, our times in God's hand. And when we do that, we yes. must be content and don't fret. Amen. Psalm 37 and verse 1. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. For God shall bring them down. Number 6. Our times are in his hands. Therefore, face the future with confidence. Amen? Tell yourself, God will see us through this year. God will see us through the challenges. Because we have committed our lives and our times in his hand. Number seven. Once we have committed our life and our times in his hand, therefore, we can be of good courage. As Joshua was of great courage. Joshua wasn't afraid to go out and fight his battles. The war is raging. The fire is raging. But we shall come out as gold. Amen. Amen. Number eight. Therefore, We'll be patient and hope to the end. In the end of this psalm, notice verse 24, what David said. And verses, uh, I think it's 22 to 24, you'll notice here that it's, he take, the, the psalm took a different turn. It says, I will not take the time to read all of it, but he said, well, let me read verse 23 along with 24. All love the Lord, all he saints. Amen. Amen. 
Not only the saints, but the ants also need to love the Lord. Amen? No, guys, no folks, no fellas. For Lord, the Lord preserveth the faithful. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah! And plentifully rewarded the proud doer. Be of good courage. Amen. And he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Finally, number nine. Therefore, once we have committed our lives and our times in the hand of God. Therefore, will we work and not be weary in will in well-doing? Because we shall reap if we faint not. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Are you working in the master's vineyard? What are you doing? I hope that you're not sitting idly by. For there is much work to be done. And we need to be busy about the master's business. This is a new year, a new day. It could also mean a new life for you who have never been saved. If you have never been born again, this would be such a beautiful time and an easy time to remember that you gave your life to Christ the very first day of January 2023, a Sunday morning. Oh, it will be a day to remember. Some people cannot remember when they were born again. I don't fault them for that, really, and we should, but, you know, um, it is beautiful when you can remember when you were born again. You know, the, you know the, your date of birth. Just about everybody knows your date of birth, right? Because it was written down, and your parents told you about it. But what about the day when you were born again? What about the day when you were baptized? These are things that you should remember. And this could be a very wonderful day. For we are told in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. If anyone be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold... All things have become and are becoming new. This is a new day. This is a new week. This is a new year. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your time. Find your purpose in God. You're not just here to get up and go to work and earn some money and go back to sleep and eat and get up and eat and go to work and Go back to sleeping. No. God has a divine purpose for you. And you need to find it. There isn't anything in the world like being in the perfect will of God. Perhaps not everybody's in the perfect will of God. Maybe you're in the permissive will of God because you've made some decision and it cannot be changed. But you have to learn to live with it. But then you could be out, totally out of the will of God. I sympathize with you if you are out of the will of God. It's better for you to be in the perfect will of God. But if you're not in the perfect will of God, you could be in the permissive will of God and still enjoy life. 
permissive will it means God is permitting it, but it is not what he intended for you. I trust that you can say that you are in the middle or the perfect will of God is just like heaven on earth when you have found the perfect will of God for your life. The permissive will could be a little upsetting, but still, it could be enjoyable. But when you are totally out of the will of God, the plan of God, life is like hell on earth. I urge you, search your heart. Come on. Commit your life and your times in the hand of God. You don't want to be outside of that perfect will of God or permissive will of God as the case may be. Decision is yours to make today.